nice of you to come down to my office, Blackie. Not at all. I know it's after hours, but you know how much I value your opinion. I wish my opinion was as good as your opinion of it, Charlie. Well, uh, what do you think of them? Hmm? Well, they're perfectly cut. Color is good. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're making a mistake buying these diamonds, my friend. That's what I wanted to know. They look right to me, but... Where's right, both of you guys that? keep your hands right where they are. Keep covered, fellas. Yeah. Oh, what is there about me that attracts trouble? Look, you guys, I'm very fond of guns, but they lose their attraction when there are fingers around the triggers. Now, suppose, suppose we... Suppose you shut up. Get those diamonds, guys, all of them. No, no, Blackie. I hope you don't mind this little visit, Mr. Kingston. I most certainly do. It'll be a short one. We'll be out of here before you know it. Blackie, are you going to let them get away with this? Blackie. Yes? This Boston, Blackie? Yes, and so is this. All right, get him, boys. Don't shoot this Blackie. Oh, yeah. I got him. You hold me first, and I have no... Work, kid. Hey, you, Kingston. Me? Yeah, you. Don't get gay or you get what Blackie got. Just stay where you are until we get a five minute start. Oh, and if you want something to do for the five minutes, try to wake up your friend Blackie. And if you want something to do for the next five years, try to find out who we are. <laughs> Dump the diamonds we took from Kingston on a table, Joey. Okay. Go ahead, dump them. Here they are. Gee, look at them sparkle. Yeah. Now, sometimes I could fall in love with diamonds, sometimes. It's one, two, three, four, five, six, ten of them. Yeah. Three for you, Joey. Okay. Three for Danny. Three. And three? Yeah. That leaves four. So? You mean four for you, Mike? That's right, four for me. Sometimes I ain't happy with a split, but this is okay with me. Not with me. Oh? This was supposed to be a three-way deal. I ain't happy with you getting an extra diamond, Mike. Sit down, Danny. Oh, no. Give me that extra diamond. I'll pedal it to a fence and we'll split the dough three ways. That'll make everything come out right. I said sit down, Danny. You don't block me, Mike. I'm taking... Sometimes I think you're too quick with a gun, boss. I think Danny's dead. I imagine he is, Joey. And you know something? Sometimes. It's a very convenient thing that he is dead. It's so much easier to divide ten diamonds two ways. Anything in the papers, Blackie? One thing that interests me, Mary. Well, it must interest you a whole lot more than I do. You've been staring at that picture on the front page for five minutes. Take a look at the picture of this guy, Mary. I'm looking, and I'm much prettier. (laughs) And a whole lot more alive. Hmm? This is a rogues gallery photo of a guy found dead in an empty lot this morning. Oh. There's something familiar about him, but his name, Danny Morris, I can't place that. Maybe you recognize the number on his chest. You probably met it on an auto license somewhere, and you just can't remember where. <laughs> Stop kidding. I think I've got something. Selfish. Okay, okay, I'll share it. Sir. I told you what happened last night in Charlie Kingston's office. I bet you did. One of the three characters that came in, clipped me, and caught the diamonds resembles this dead man. That is something. You told me that you hadn't the slightest idea where to look for those three men. This murder will help you, won't it? Certainly. It'll help me discharge an obligation. Mm-hmm. I owe those clowns something for conking me. And with Inspector Faraday's help, maybe I now can pay them off. Hey, boy, 
voice. You're pretty sure the cops will pick us up, ain't you? I'm very sure, Joey. Just as sure as I am that they'll have to let us go as soon as they hear our story. They're going to know that you and Danny and me came into town together. And when they find Danny's body, they're going to look for us. Sometimes I... I just got finished telling you they were going to pick us up, Joey. And I told you also that they'd let us go. Okay, if you say so. You told me. Sure. You got this rap fixed, boss? You can't fix cops, Joey. No? I have this situation outsmarted, that's all. You have? Now, how about playing some gin rummy and forgetting all about it? Sometimes I ain't sure you know what you're talking about. Talking about gin rummy? That ain't what I mean. Oh, you mean about being in the clear? Yeah. Just wait and see, Joey. I'll get the cards. Sometimes I think maybe I should have turned honest. My brother's got a garage out in the sticks. He's happy. You don't have to outsmart no cops. Open up in there.
So they went to the game after they killed Morris. Blackie, Danny was a friend. Why would we kill him? I can think of a lot of reasons for killing a friend, friend. Faraday, I want these two lugs arrested on a charge of holding up Charlie Kingston and me and stealing ten diamonds. That isn't my department, Blackie. But I'll see that it's done. Good. No. Hmm? No, wait a minute. I just thought of something. Let them go. What? Robbery doesn't carry enough of a penalty to suit me. I'll get these two jokers on a murder charge. You have my word on that. I'll pin a murder rap on them. Daily Chronicle, classified. I lost my dog. It's a brown collie, asking for the name of Rover. Mm-hmm. I want to offer a reward for it. Uh, Please say, lost, brown collie, answer to the name of Rover. Sorry. Liberal reward if returned to owner. Mm-hmm. And sign at Mrs. DeWitt Calvin, Hotel Victor, room 928. All right, we'll send you a bill. You. Goodbye. Daily Chronicle, classified. This is Charles Kingston. I want to place a classified ad. Oh, yes, Mr. Kingston. This is the ad. $100 reward will be paid to the persons who sat in either seats 12 or 15, row H, section 25 at the ball game last night, if they were reported my office. Very well, Mr. Kingston. I know your office number. I'll put it in. Good, good. It's a little unusual, though. Did you lose something at the ball game? Not exactly. All right, I'll insert the ad, Mr. Kingston, and I am pretty sure you'll get some answers. Chronicle want ads, get results. All I know is if the ad gets results, so will Boston Blackie. Very well, Miss Chambers. When I buzz you, let him come in. That's good, Charlie. That's it, Blackie. The ad brought some results. Somebody's in your outer office, Charlie? That's right. He's here for his hundred dollars. Says he was sitting in section twenty-five, row H, seat twelve. That's my boy. All right. Good. Just wait a second while I get these two photographs out of the envelope. Mm-hmm. So, do you recognize these looks, Charlie? Yeah, wait till I put on my glasses. There. Well, yes. These are two of the men who held us up and took my diamonds. And unless I'm mistaken, later killed the third member of their gang. Oh. Their alibi is that they spent last night when the killing took place at the ball game. We'll see. See what? Well, I'm sure they weren't at any ball game. According to the ticket stubs, they showed Faraday they were sitting in row H, seats 13 and 14. Yes. We advertised for whoever had the seats on either side of them. I get it. And you'll show the man outside these pictures. He won't be able to identify the men, and you'll be on the way to breaking that alibi. That's right. I'm sure those men weren't in those seats unless they got into them after they killed their partner. And, Charlie. Yes? When I get them for murder, I'll get your diamonds back. Right now, you buzz your secretary and let that man in. I'll show you how right I am. All right, Blackie. That'll do it. They should be in and about. Hey, which one of you is Kingston? I am. Oh. But it's my friend Boston Blackie who wants to talk to you. That's right. Okay, friend. My name's Davis, Al Davis. I was sitting in section 25, row H, and seat 12 at last night's game. Good. Take a look at these pictures, Davis. Do you recognize either of these two men? Let me look, friend. There they are. Hey, sure, sure, those two guys. Well, I don't exactly know, but I seen them in last night's game. He sat next to me. During the entire game? Every minute of it. The guy here had a yellow necktie last night. Now, how about the hundred bucks the newspapers that I'd get? Do you have your stub? Who saves stubs? Listen, if this is a gag, I'll take your Very few people save stubs. But here's a hundred dollars I'm saving for my friend Kingston. Blackie, why did you hit that man? 
You can be wrong, you know. And just because he told you something you didn't want to hear is no reason for knocking him out. That isn't the reason I knocked him out, Charlie. That isn't the reason at all. Boston Blackie and his friend, Charlie Kingston, are held up and robbed of valuable diamonds by three men. Later, one of the men is found murdered, and Blackie attempts to prove the other two are responsible. However, they claim they were at a night ball game, and their alibi is substantiated by a man named Al Davis, whom Blackie knocks out. As we return to our story, he is exposed to his friend, Mary Wesley. All I know is you shouldn't have hit him, Blackie. You sound as sorry as Al Davis must feel. Don't you see, Mary? It was all a gimmick. Mike Graves and Joey sometimes sent Davis. Well, how could you be sure of that? First of all, I'm positive they couldn't have been at the ball game. Not for the entire game, anyhow. Fool's pure conjecture on your part, I'm sorry to say. Is it? Yes. Kingston and I were held up at 8 o'clock. Now, listen to this. The game started at 8.30. Kingston's office is too far away from the ballpark to make it in half an hour. Oh, and when that Davis fellow said Graves and Joey were at the game from the start, you knew he was lying. That was one way I knew. Oh? Mary, maybe I'd better tell you what I'm sure actually happened. Yes, maybe you'd better. The three lugs held up Kingston and me, then got into a fight over the diamonds, and Danny was killed. Mm -hmm. The remaining two went to the ballpark just to establish their alibi. They probably arrived in the middle of the game, but they did have their seat stubs. And when they saw Kingston's ad in the paper, they knew what was happening. That, that a trap was being set, so they sent Davis. Certainly. I told you before I had another way of knowing Davis was lying. Oh. He didn't have his seat stub, and nobody remembers the exact seat he sat in at any ball game. They can come close, but they can't tell you exactly. Yeah, I suppose that's so. I could go to a theater, and an hour afterward couldn't tell you exactly what seat I was sitting in. That's what I mean. But, but Blackie, sending Davis to Kingston's more or less confirms your theory, doesn't it, that Joey and Graves are the killers you want? Certainly it does. And now I have another plan. What's that? The first thing is to get Graves and Joey to dislike each other, Otto. Oh? How do you do that? By making a phone call to them. Whichever one answers the phone is going to make his partner answer to him. Yeah, how do you like that? <laughs> Any other game you think you can play, Joey? You know, boys... Sometimes I think maybe you cheat. What do you mean sometimes? I cheat all the time. Only I wouldn't cheat on my friends. You got friends? Sure. Huh? Come on, let's deal the cards. You wear <laughs> off them spots with all that shuffling. Okay, Joey. Who's that? Never mind. I'll get it. <laughs> I don't know who it is. I do know it can't be the cops or Boston Blackie either. Even though he did get hep to that Al Davis we sent to answer that ad Kingston put into the paper. Well, whoever it is, get him off in a hurry. Sometimes I gotta win a hand. Okay. Hello? Hello, Joey. It's all set just the way we planned. I got tickets. You see, we Wait can... a minute. This isn't Joey. I'll get him. Joey. For me? Which dame is calling me, boss? Sometimes I can't make up my mind. There's Which no dame, name I... Joey. Here, take it. Hmm. You don't mind if I stay right here. Uh, no, no, it's okay. Hello? Joey, Mike Graves can't hear us, can he? Huh? I don't want him to know I'm teaming up with you and dealing him out. Yeah, he's too smart an operator. Hey, wait a minute. He's listening, huh? Okay, call me. Now, what the... Trust me, huh, Joey? Me? You. Sometimes, boss, I... I can, can hear. Okay, Joey, you want to bust up with me and team up with some other clown? I'm going to bust you first. Keep you out of your head. Don't smack me around, boss. Why not? Punk. Because I don't 
like it. When I don't like things, sometimes I hit back like now. Hey, Joey. Joey, wait a minute, Joey. Got enough? You sorry you started this? I sure am. But not the way you think. Joey, that phone call you got wasn't on a level. I know that. It was meant to start us battling. I guarantee you it was Boston Blackie on the phone. Oh, trying to get us sore at each other, huh? Sure. Sometimes I think that Blackie is pretty smart. I tried to tell you I didn't know what the guy on the other end of the phone was yapping about. Yeah, yeah, I know, and I should have listened to you. Yeah, sure you should. Well, what's the difference? Yeah. Let's get back to our game, Joey. We've already beaten Blackie at his. So, genius? I think right now, Inspector, I'm only so-so. So? It didn't work. It didn't. And you won't let me. So what? Blackie, you were sure you could promote a fight between Mike and Joey and get one of them to believe he was being double-crossed by the other. That's All right. right. What happened? Well, you ought to know. You were listening on the fire escape outside their room when I was telephoning. I was listening. All right, all right. What's this new idea you got? It has to do with Kingston's diamonds. Yeah, what about the diamonds? Well, if I'm right about Graves and Joey... As far as I'm concerned, you can stop right there. If I'm right about them, they grab the diamonds after they slug me. Mm. i got to remember to send them a fan letter for clipping you. When you sign it, put the word inspector before the X you make so that uh, they'll know that it's from you. Uh, you were telling me something about Graves and Joey having grabbed the diamonds. Oh, yes, so I was. Well, recontinue. Uh, where was I now? Oh, yes. I, I think that after they uh, took them, they killed Danny Morris, the third member of their gang. Mm, it was real thoughtful of them. I thought so. Yeah, how do we prove it? By proving first that they have the diamonds they stole. Go on. Don't worry, I am going on. Right on to the solution of this case. <laughs> Kingston speaking. This is Blackie, Charlie. Hello, Blackie. How busy are you? I'm all right at the moment, Blackie. Why? Can you make a phone call for me? I don't know why not. All right. Get the standard hotel on the wire and ask for a fellow named Graves. Yes? Then tell him you want to buy back the diamonds he stole from you. Blackie, are you sure you know what you're talking about? I think so. Graves won't do business with me. He won't admit he has the stones. I know he won't. Why should I make that call? Because I ask you to. Mm, that's a good enough reason. I'll make the call. Thanks. What do I do after I've finished? After you finish, Charlie, Graves and Joey sometimes will be finished. If that's one of my dames, Mike, I ain't in. Any gal stupid enough to call you would believe that, Joey. Unless it's Margie. Margie, I got something to say. Sometimes I think all the gals got a yen for me. Why not? How could they resist you? Hello? Hello, this is Charlie Kingston. Who? It's all right. I don't expect you to say you know me. But I want my diamonds back, the ones you stole from me. And I'll pay you more for them than you'll get anywhere else. I'll tell him when he comes in. Goodbye. <laughs> what does he think I am, a chump? Who was that, boy? Oh, brother, that blackie never gives up. That was Charlie Kingston saying he wanted to buy those stones we copped. Huh? It was just a gimmick, Joey, to get us to grab the rocks from where we got them stashed. <laughs> Blackie would be following us and... What's up? Hey, do you smell smoke, Joey? Me? Yeah. No, I... Huh? Hey, hey, I do. Coming in from under the door. Yeah. Let's get out of here. You don't have to tell me twice. Let's see if we can make it down the stairs. Yeah. Hey, this door's locked from the outside. Leave us not fool around with any doors. All right. Let's get out the window. There's a fire escape. We'll be okay. Don't worry. Everything has to happen to us. Sometimes I think maybe neither of us are lucky. 
open a window, will you? I'm trying to. It's stuck to break. <coughs> hey, look, out of the way. I'll do it with this chair. Hurry up. The smoke is getting me. Get out of the way. <coughs> okay, boss. Out. Right. I'll... Get back in that room, both of you. Uh-huh. Blackie. That's right, Blackie. And both of you stay in the room. My gun and I like you there. Look, Blackie, <coughs> the joint's on fire. we got to get out. Do you? Boss, the flames are coming in. Look at the door. Blackie, let us out. Sure, as soon as you tell me where those diamonds are. Let us out of here. Boss, the diamonds ain't worth it. Tell them. Not a chance. That's what you think. Blackie, the stones are in the ace vault. We got them in a box there under the name of Woods. I'll give you the key. Thank you. Now, let us out. It's hot in here. Why did you kill Danny Morris? Blackie, you made a deal. You said you'd let us out if we told you where the diamonds were. I changed my mind. What? Now I want to know about Danny Morris. We killed him because he griped about the way the boys were splitting up the stones. Now let us out of here. One minute. How about that ball game alibi? We went to the game after we killed Danny. Blackie, let us out. One moment, please. Oh, Faraday. Yeah, Blackie, I'm here. Faraday, too. Come on, you guys. You want it out. All right, keep your hands up. Okay, okay. Not to mention your spirits. Well, boys, the fire I started outside the door did the trick. It got you two to confess, only there isn't any real fire at all. No real fire? No. I imagine I'll have to pay for a new door, which I had to set on fire, with one of Faraday's policemen on hand to see that the flames didn't spread. Oh, by the way, uh, that phone call from Kingston just now uh, was to throw you off guard. I knew you wouldn't fall for it. Uh, You're pretty clever, Blackie. Thank you. One thing I know, that fire I set means we wind up this case in a blaze of glory. is that. Oh, Everybody is now completely happy. With the possible exception of that fellow Graves and uh, Joey sometimes. <laughs> yeah. You know, they were awful silly to fool around with you. See what happens when people try? Let that be a lesson to you. Yes, Professor. <laughs> of course, they didn't know I'd be in Kingston's office when they stole the diamonds. Mm-hmm. And they never planned to kill Danny. But I'll say this for them. They covered up pretty well. Mm, just not quite good enough. They figured out everything I do with the exception of that fire, Mary. How come they missed up on that? Well, I had Kingston call them just before we let the smoke get through the door. I wanted them to think that that was my next move. The phone call? Yeah. That put them off guard. And when they saw me on the fire escape, they were pretty sure the only way that I'd let them out is if they talked. They didn't see Inspector Faraday there? No, no, no. He was out of sight. They believed they could confess anything to me and later be able to either take care of me or deny what they said. But with Faraday there, it was a different story. With an unhappy ending for them... Kingston has his diamonds back, Graves and Joey are in jail, and we're out for a ride in the country. Getting fresh air. (laughs) (laughs) Let's not go back to town, Blackie. Why not? There might be another murder case. That's why not. Oh, in that case, let's hurry back. Oh, Blackie. (laughs) (laughs) 